0: Today's New Testament reading is from the Epistle to the Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear, lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united by faith with those who listened. There remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works, as God did from his. Let us, therefore, strive to enter that rest, so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword." piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed, to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome the Rev. Dr. Jeff Gibbs.
1: Some things just seem to belong together. Peanut butter and jelly, love and marriage, pancakes and syrup. Other things don't seem to fit together. War and peace, darkness and light, good and evil. In Hebrews chapter 4, there are two truths for Christians that at first glance don't seem to go together, but they really do. The first truth is striving. Verse 11 says, Let us therefore strive to enter. Striving is effort, it's exhaustion, it's uncertainty. You strive, but you might not make it. That's why you have to strive. The second truth in Hebrews 4 is this, Sabbath, or in English, rest. Now, you could make those two things fit together by just putting one after the other. First you strive, later you rest. And there would certainly be truth in that. Hebrews and the rest of the Bible knows that the Christian life is hard work. And we're surrounded by spiritual danger. Without being paranoid or paralyzed by that, we all need to live realizing that we could stumble, we could fall. Hebrews 4 describes the ancient Israelites who lost faith in the wilderness and says they did not enter God's rest. But I want to bring the two truths together in a slightly different way, and here's how. Restful striving. Now, there's no doubt that Hebrews is urgent, and the letter teaches us about the dangers of falling away, the need to hold fast, to keep our eyes on Jesus, and not to stray away. But that striving is based on and is possible because of a rest that has already been won and a rest that has already been given by God and that's why our lives in Christ can be thought of as a restful striving now <clears throat> I said just a second ago that the rest has already been won let me make that plain the rest has already been won by Jesus and he is resting sitting at God's right hand. Now, as we all know, it wasn't always that way with Jesus, in a way that only he could do. He came into the world to strive, to do battle, to live with a faithfulness that we could never generate. He did what we could never do. In the next chapter in Hebrews 5, we hear where Jesus' faithful striving led him. And here's what the writer says. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered a prayer and supplication with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered, and being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him, being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Okay, there's a lot in there, but here's the upshot. Jesus faithfully walked all the way to the garden, all the way to the cross for us. And in the garden and from the cross, he calls out to his father, father, I finished striving. I commend my spirit into your hands. Father, I'm dying now under the weight of sin. And my enemies seem to be taking all my striving, all my faithfulness and throwing it into the garbage. But I trust you, Father, save me from death. And God did. It was not possible for death to hold God's Son. The Father raised him from the dead. And in victory, Jesus is sitting, resting, exalted on high. And he is our high priest. And that means that as we strive We do it with him on our side. He went through what we're going through. He knows our weakness. He knows our fear. And because of the perfect sacrifice of his own body, our high priest pours out his forgiveness and cleansing on us every day of our striving and every moment of our lives because he knows us and he loves us. And he's prepared a rest for us and for all his people that is guaranteed. It's perfect. It's stored up for us and it's ready as first Peter says to be revealed at the last day. So even as you strive to live your Christian life, you can rest because of Jesus, because of your perfect and sympathizing high priest. The Christian life is a striving to be sure, but because of Jesus, it is a restful striving. In the name of Jesus, amen.